Coming up, what would you do if you only had one day to spend at Walt Disney World? That's our topic for this week. Coming up next, from the Richmond, Virginia Diz Meet to raise money for Give Kids the World, this is the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the show, coming to you from Richmond, Virginia. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Jenny Lynn Knopp. Hey, everybody. Miss Kathy Whirling. Hey, everybody. Teresa Eccles. And back in the production nook, our associate producer, Craig Williams. And our producer, Dustin West. Hello. So it is, it is great to be here. Um, I, I want to start out by saying a very, very big thank you to Melissa Margeson for putting this together. A beautiful, beautiful job. Um, particularly excited that it's here in Richmond. This is such a great city. I got a chance to be here for a few days a couple years ago and fell in love with it. So really, really happy to be back. We had a great night last night at uh, Legends Brewery. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Got to meet some folks and a beautiful view of the city. From there, um, and they the tell me they tell me the beer was really good. It is. <laughs> the Brussels sprouts were good too. Yeah, she, this one this this one sat there with a dead plate of Brussels sprouts for like two and a half hours. <laughs> wasn't eating it. It was starting to stink up the room. I'm like, what? What's going on with that? It's good. It was good. Then why did you finish it? Because it was huge. You didn't sit. It was huge. Okay. I ate. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, also, I want to say a very special happy birthday. To one of our uh, uh, our younger listeners, Thea is turning ten tomorrow. Yay! <laughs> Happy birthday! And I was I was particularly moved when I heard that uh, for her tenth birthday she wanted to come here uh, to the Disney. And in lieu of having a birthday party, her friends tomorrow are going to be joining Coasting for Kids. <gasps> so a big round of applause to Thea. That's really, really cool. Really, really cool. For those who don't know, Coasting for Kids is an event that goes on uh, around the country at... Uh, um, uh, what are the parks? Cedar Fair. Cedar parks. Fair, thank you. Um, and it's all about raising money for Give Kids the World. I, I don't know how many Dizzers we have signed up this year. I know Tom was... 30-some. 37? Yeah. That's good. That's a little better than last year, so... And Thea um, painted me a great um, picture of figment. Yeah, it was awesome. She's going to put you. it in her figment room. Yes. Yeah, she has this really creepy room dedicated to her. <laughs> it's where she uses her imagination. And when nobody else... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dustin. <laughs> okay, and that's where I'm going to stop. Because, um, so a uh, couple other things I, I, need, to, I need to announce... Um, I am very happy to announce that information on Dizapalooza for this year will be announced Tuesday (laughs) (laughs) on our show. Um, The only reason why our contract is not signed yet, uh, the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed. Um, All I will say is this. You want to be in Orlando the first weekend of December. You want to be in Orlando the first weekend of December. That's all I'm going to say. 
But I am able to announce publicly for the first time that we have, uh, we have made our arrangements for Podcast Cruise 6. <laughs> and I'm particularly, I'm particularly happy because we're announcing this, what, 16, 17 months in advance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this will be December 4th through the 11th, 2016. Clutch your pearls, ladies. Oasis of the Seas. I know, I know. We're very, very excited about this. We're very excited because it's going out of Port Canaveral starting next year. And we just, it, nothing against Disney. We love Disney. God, you guys know we love Disney Cruise Line. Uh, we wanted to do something a little different. Also, we could not argue with the pricing. Um, through, uh, we're going to be opening up uh, bookings starting on the 15th of April. Um, if you book before the 30th, Royal Caribbean is offering a buy one, get one half off sale. So the first adult pays full fare. The second adult is half price. Right now, we are looking at uh, state balcony staterooms uh, running a to- total for two adults, $1,600. For a week? For a seven-night cruise, yeah. Yeah. We have, for two adults, we have, uh, and it's on the Oasis. These rooms are, these rooms are beautiful. The, the, the ship is amazing. The ship holds 9,000 people. Um, it is the largest ship on the ocean, along with its sister ship, the Allure. Um, I've been on it several times. John and Kevin, have, we've talked about it on the show. We did, uh, we did an event uh, a couple years ago on the Oasis. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're really excited. Plus, there's some things we can do on Royal Caribbean that we can't. Gamble. Gamble. Um, <laughs> we can on Disney. And... Uh, We've already, the, you know, the ideas have started running about what we're going to do and the different type of events we're going to do. Uh, and Royal Caribbean is real happy to be working with us. Um, so I, I think you're going to find some really great prices for this. We're going to have a good time. But we wanted to get the information out there now. It's uh, probably going up on the boards as I speak. Um, John wanted to know, like, okay, what time are you announcing this? So we're very, very, very excited about that. So, December 4th through the 11th, 2016, Podcast Cruise 6, Oasis of the Seas out of Port Canaveral. So, um, you have to bear with me because I've been in five different cities in the last 10 days, so I, like, I don't know my name right now. Um, we had a great, uh, great time. Uh, Dustin and I just got back from uh, 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 Adventures by Disney's Cowboys and Canyons, and... Uh, that was an incredible trip. That was just, it's so beautiful out there. And we actually are probably going to be chartering that trip as a Diz exclusive uh, next year. And so be thinking about that because I know you're all made of money. <laughs> so come to Dizapalooza, come on a cruise, doing adventures by Disney with us. But uh, no, that was, that was great. But we got back Wednesday night and Friday morning we were on a plane back here. So just kind of a little a little punchy. Um, there's something else I'm forgetting. Hmm. I don't know. There's something else I'm forgetting, and I don't know what it is. Does anybody else have anything? <laughs> Housekeeping-wise? Thinking no. about that bacon donut sitting in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on with that? What's going on with the bacon The bacon maple donut? There's literally a donut sitting in front of me that is covered this, in bacon. These were, um, they brought these in from Sugar Shack, yeah. which everyone keeps telling me is the place to go for donuts in the Richmond area. So we didn't have to go. They came yeah. to us. The donuts came to okay. me because yeah. that's what I needed. 
Yeah. <laughs> Craig took a bite out of my maple bacon one. What's that about? Hey, I support you guys, but you <laughs> My sugar hair. Um, all right, well, unless I remember what I'm forgetting. Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and move on with the show? We wanted to talk today about if you had only one day to spend at Walt Disney World, what would you do? And this topic is as much about being fun as it is about asking people to focus on what is really important to them. And I like topics like this right now because my discussion boards are awash with negativity. My discussion boards are awash with complaints. And this isn't right, and that isn't right. Now, this is coming from the ranter-in-chief here. (laughs) And I can tell you I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And one of the things that has definitely become apparent to me over the last couple of years is it seems to take less effort to complain than it does to appreciate. Mm -hmm. And that's why I thought this topic might be fun to discuss. When we do these these, these shows on the road, I like them to be a little bit more interactive. Uh, We don't get an opportunity to have an audience like this when we do our show. I love to hear from you guys. And it's about, I want this to be about focusing on those things we love that if we only had one day, what would we do? What would we choose to pay attention to if we just had that one day to spend at Walt Disney World? Um, And as I thought about this, I thought about something that I had done. This is probably, I mean, it's got to be 1999, the last time I did this. Had a friend of mine in town, and it was his last day here, and he knew he wasn't going to be coming back for a while. And he said, I want to hit every park. I want to hit every park. No, it must have been 2000. must have been 2000. And so we did. First thing in the morning, we hit Animal Kingdom, because that's a park you want to do early, because by noon, it literally feels like Africa. Um, to quote a Neil Simon play, it's Africa hot. Um, then we jumped over to Epcot, to Hollywood Studios, ended at the Magic Kingdom with the fireworks. I would probably switch that around and end at Epcot for the fireworks because I don't think there's a better fireworks show than Illuminations. I love Wishes. I think Wishes is great. But Illuminations, I'm hands, I just can't. I mean, it's... Every time I watch it, I mean, they've been doing that particular fireworks show for what? 1999. So 16 years, and it's the same show. They change it up a little bit at Christmas, they add something to it, but same show. There's a reason they keep it. Because no matter how many, I've seen that, I can't tell you how many times, and every time, I'm emotional at the end of it. Emotional at the end of it. So what about you, Teresa? What is your perfect day at Disney World? <clears throat> Magic Kingdom. Um, and I, it's not necessarily about the rides. It's about just hanging by the castle and just enjoying the... Just kind of soaking in the atmosphere. Soaking it in. I don't want to say the sparkle because I don't I always say that crap. But <laughs> <laughs> I, just like, I just like the Magic Kingdom because I know it's, it's not the original Disneyland, obviously. The, does it have to be, it has to be Walt Disney World, right? Can I say Disneyland? 
No, we're talking about world. World, okay. No, Magic Kingdom, definitely. I would. Well, just... you know what? No, screw it. Disneyland's fine too. Okay. Well, then it would be Disney. Either one, either park. I just want to hang and watch the people enjoying themselves and just, you know, just bring me some food while I'm sitting there. And you see, know. but it's funny. It's funny you mention that because if I had one day to spend at Disneyland, it would. I think it would be spent very differently than if I spent a day at at Disney World. And, um, you know, Disneyland. What I love. What I love about Disneyland, that's the place I have to travel to get to. Yep, that's it. I have to plan to go there. And it's that same thing, you know, in the days and weeks leading up to that trip, I'm so excited the way I used to be. When, you know, and don't get me wrong, I love going to Disney World. I mean, I live there, I move there to be closer to it. But there is something to, you know, absence making the heart grow fonder and having that distance and not being able to hop in the car and drive to Disneyland. Um, so I think my day at Disneyland would be significantly different. Oh, it would. It would be a little bit different. Um, and, you know, for th- that park, especially now that they've redone California Adventure, which I always loved anyway, but now uh, I could easily spend an entire day oh, just yeah. walking around California oh, Adventure, yeah, like yeah. you said, not even bothering to get on a ride. Mm-hmm. And I'd have my favorite people with me, too, I think. None of us. No, you wouldn't no, either. No. <laughs> nope. no. None of us. Because you'd make me work. <laughs> it would be my family, but if it's going to be perfect, then they really couldn't be there because then they'd be fussing. So <laughs> it would be my perfect family with me, you know, the whole family together. I'd like to see my mother in Magic Kingdom. I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. Oh. I was the one that going to. Oh, my God. But she has the tissue ready. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a good thing to bring up, too. Not just what would you do, who would you do it with? I don't see any lines forming up at this podium, so I need, need you people to start getting over there. <laughs> oh, Robin. I want to be start calling on people. Uh, what about you, JL? What's your perfect day in, the, in, in, the, in Walt Disney World? This April question stresses me no. out. <laughs> Am I dying the next day? No, God, oh, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> You're in town for one day. You've got to get back home to your boring, drab job. And it's all the time you got. Think about the folks. Think about folks that don't live there. Okay. That, and maybe right. they're not going to okay, get back so for a couple I, so of years. So I'm not dying. Um, okay. Wow. I'm still stressed out. Um, okay. Well, why don't you chew on that, Kathy? Okay. Okay. When I went to Disneyland a couple weeks ago, I go to the parks a lot with friends, family, whatever. Um, in Disneyland, I got the chance to go with Michael Bowling and Tom Bell, who got to show me, you know, I know I know quite a bit about Disneyland, but they sort of filled in those little tidbits of knowledge that I like. So I did that for a couple days to get the feel and everything. But then I like, if I had one day, either at Disney World or Disneyland, I would do it by myself and just go to my favorite, of course, you know what my first one is going to be. <laughs> But to just sit there and just sort of enjoy the moment. One of the the most moving times for me when I was out in Disneyland is I was walking down Main Street and I took a video and I posted it for everybody to see because I really pictured all of my friends and people who get Disney that I wished you all could have been beside me as I was walking down Main Street at Disneyland just because I feel Walt walking down the street at Disneyland. I I love Disney World, and you couldn't tear me away from there. But to go back to, like, the roots 
of all things Disney at Disneyland, but being able to, you know, put that video up that I knew there were so many people at home wishing they could be walking down the street yeah. with me. And I would, you know, I, I would do Figment, I would do Soren, but I would do it by myself and just allow myself those moments to, like every time you go to Soren, I see something different in that movie and to appreciate all the details. Details is what hooked me on Disney in the first place. And to be able to go and spend that day and have my favorite foods and, you know, dumb story. Or you're going to think I'm a little bit strange, but... I already do, do. (laughs) (laughs) But back before Pete paid for my annual pass, I used to have this ritual every year as my annual pass was expiring, I did my farewell to the parks. Oh, my God. Tour. Wow. Like I was never going to go, and I knew that the next week I was going to renew my annual pass. <laughs> but it did something. I, you know, I went back and like went to all those things in each park that meant something to me. And what I like may be different than what you like, but it was like I just took that time to just sort of enjoy the moment and and think about all that went into it and all the happy moments. I think of, you know, I said, that, you know, I've told this story many many times, but. What hooked me when I first went was I was trying to go to Disney to blend in with everybody because my husband had passed away, my mother had passed away. I was trying to go be regular people. And at Disney, you just look around and you see all the happy faces. And I, I could be happy in any Disney park and never ride a ride just by sitting there watching what goes on and that how lucky I am to be able to be in these parks and then I'm doubly blessed because I get to talk about it to everybody else that you know it's it's a job but it's my passion at the same time and to be able to share that with people that go like oh yeah yeah I get it I get it that to me would be the perfect day wow I should have talked before her. Yeah, really. <laughs> That's what you get. Can I change my answer? Nope. <laughs> I just have a question, though. Okay, so you go like you're never going to see it again. Mm-hmm. But when, once you've renewed and you go back, is it like the first time? Yes, yes. Because in, in my world, when I don't go to like a certain park for like maybe two weeks, I go, wow. It's been a long time since I've been here. Look, look, they, they've done something different. I mean, I go so often, it's like if you don't go for a week or so, it's like I've missed out. That's true. That's, That's true. true. That's true. Robin, I see you standing up there. What, do you, uh, what would you do if you only had one day to spend in the, magic, or in the uh, Walt Disney World? Invite me. Go ahead. No, we, we're already there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're part of the perfect family. That's <laughs> yes, right. 93, uh, I brought my best friend to Disney World for the first time. We walked in the park, and uh, her eyes went like this, and then she started going like this. <laughs> and I looked at her. My best friend's my wife, Angel, by the way. <laughs> and I looked at her, and, and I go, are you okay? She goes, this is awesome. Oh my God. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> and she goes, I go, what are you doing? She goes, I'm doing the happy dance. <laughs> and, I, and I went... And so I went, okay. And I, I did it along with her. And every time we go, she does the same thing. Oh, my God. This is in the Magic Kingdom. Walking in first thing in the morning, breathing in that beautiful air, letting go all the 
stuff you left outside the parks, just forgetting about the real life, just taking it all in. We used to go to the bakery and get the Cinnabon for uh, for breakfast. No more. Well, <laughs> I can, I can still dream. <laughs> Don't ruin my dream. Sorry, it's his dream. He can do it. And uh, that would be our perfect day, and we do it every every time we go back. We just, it just, as long as I'm with my best friend, Come it's all that matters. No. Why do we have these subjects? <laughs> <laughs> you know that um, that reminds me of uh, the the last time I spent uh, a day in the park with Bob Varley. Um, we were uh, we were covering we were reviewing the contemporary, and this was March of. Did he pass? 2008. Um, so it was March of 08. And we were reviewing the contemporary. Well, I was, and he had come over that morning, and we were going to go into the Magic Kingdom. And we had this list of things we wanted to do in the Magic Kingdom. We never made it off Main Street. We never made it off Main Street. Because as we're walking into the Magic Kingdom, uh, I mentioned to Bob that I've never, I'd never had the cinnamon roll, cinnamon bun at the Main Street Bakery. Well, this was heresy to Bob. Heresy. Oh, we got to go. Go into the bakery, and we, we, we get the cinnamon bun and the coffee, and we go around right in front of the ice cream shop, and we sit. And like, wow, this is really good. We'll have another cup of coffee. And while we're sitting there, the Dapper Dans literally walked up to our table and sang to us. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then some friends of ours passed by, and they sat with us. And we were sitting there talking and talking and, uh, you know, laughing. And then we walked into the Plaza restaurant to have, to have lunch. And some of the Streetmosphere characters that I have never seen before or since, the mayor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, never, never, never seen that before. Oh, I got to dance with the mayor on Main Street once. Well, Bob got to do it in the Plaza restaurant. Okay. Um, wow. And so while we're having lunch, Bob gets a call. There's some other friends that wanted to know where we were. So we went back out and sat where we were, out in front of the ice cream store. And other friends came, and we sat. And we did this from, I want to say, about 9 o'clock in the morning until about 5, 6 o'clock in the evening. I've never done that before. And... I think back to that. I think back to that. Such an unusual circumstance, such an unusual day with Bob. Now, I don't know if it was just happenstance or if it was divine intervention, but that was my last day in the park with Bob Varley. And it will... Mm. Okay, we gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> And that was shortly before he passed. That was that was uh, uh, six weeks later. He was dead. Yeah. You know, six weeks later, he was dead. My thought is that we usually go to the Magic Kingdom. We all just you know just blaze a trail. We just power straight through Main Street. But that is probably the way that it was meant to be experienced. I think that's probably what Walt had in mind when he created Main Street. You know, sitting around with friends or family and just you know enjoying being in the middle of all of that. Yeah. James. Hello. 
My name is James, and I'm a Disney holic. <laughs> it's been hi, James. <laughs> it's been uh, two months and ten days since my last experience. Um, my perfect day. I started going back in the early '90s, and I always used to just go to Epcot and to Magic Kingdom. But I think my perfect day would pretty much start and almost end in the. I was about to say MGM, but Hollywood Studios. Um, like you or mentioned. name to be determined. Right. Or name to be determined. <laughs> um, this is something that my wife and I do all the time. We go in, if it's time for a set with mulch, sweat, and shears, we'll go listen to one of their sets, then go back down to um, Hollywood, the, the crossroads, and watch the Streetmosphere people, have fun with them. Go back for the uh, Mulch, Sweat, and Shears, Shears second set. It's a different set every other set. Do that and go back and look for the uh, uh, Hollywood uh, plumbing department and go oh, interact yeah. with them. And then, as you said, go to Illuminations. And that would be the day. I mean, granted, I mean, our day starts sometime around dinner time because, well, we don't feel going into the park for the attractions is a big deal. But yeah, I mean, the things that I didn't start wanting to do, you know, going on all the attractions, this is what I, that's what I enjoy. It's just those interactions with the casts. Those little details those that, little, that are the, very, very special to Disney World. And the free, and there's no line, there's no fast pass, you just, you're there when it happens. Yeah. So. Awesome. Thank you, James. We have a, a saying at our house that, you know, we get to go to the parks quite often, and you know, there's sometimes that you're just like, hey, I'm in Magic Kingdom today, isn't it nice? And something pops up that reminds you, once again, of just how special Disney is. That We have a phrase at our house, it's called Damn Disney. Because you're like walking along and all of a sudden it's like, oh, 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 goosebumps, look, they're singing on Main Street, they're doing something. So I don't know if you have that, but, you know, it's just like, I know it's coming, I know that's what they're there for. But they still manage to surprise me probably every time I go to the park that there's just some little detail that you can't get anywhere else but when you go to a Disney park. Let's check in with uh, Mr. Happy Fun Guy and see what he would do, uh, Craig. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me, I haven't talked to him quite a while, so a little <laughs> choked up there. Uh, what would I do? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'd probably... I mean, whenever you throw Disneyland in the equation, of course, I would always choose that. But I'm going to stick to just Walt Disney World. I would start off the morning in Hollywood Studios because something about that park, right, whenever you're walking, I don't know if it's still because right around the now extinct hat, there's all that shade if you're sitting a little bit further back. And right at the end of the street, I like I like shade in parks. And there's not much more at uh, Magic Kingdom anymore if you're uh, walking down Main Street or right in the hub area. So morning hollywood studios then from there probably go to epcot start drinking and get a cool drink pretty much throughout the day get a nice buzz going this is assuming that there's a, wow best up you know me i uh, i'm, I'm going to be honest about it so i do that until illuminations shade and, and beer uh, shade okay. and beer that's all i need uh watch illuminations and then get on the monorail go over make it in time for wishes while I still have my buzz, and then enjoy extra magic hours at the Magic Kingdom at night and just getting that whole experience. And that'd be my day. Cool. Yeah. That works. Would you be alone? Um, or we kind of no, he has no friends, so. Yeah, I, I have no friends, but I don't think I'd be alone. 
You would just gather people yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. Tour group, families. People Might as well. Like that, like that I Love Lucy episode, Friend of the Friendless. I could definitely see myself just joining a random tour group from another country. <laughs> or another family, make believe you're part of another family. It's... I always need new friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your friend. Thank you. Awesome. You. Will you be my new mom? <laughs> oh, Grace used to do that. She'd go in and have a moment, a minute friend. A minute friend? Um, she'd call them minute friends. I like it. And ride rides with them and then move on. Cool. Never to see yeah, What happened? Now. Cherry. Hi. How are you? Good. First of all, I'm so thankful you guys came up. We, we'd love to see you up here. And Virginia loves you. But my perfect day at Disney, um, it would have to start out having my girls with me. Because they get it. I raised them right. Um, and I think what we would do is we'd start out having breakfast at Ohana's, which is our favorite, favorite breakfast place. And then from there, we'd get on the monorail and either go to Magic Kingdom or Epcot. Um, if we go to Epcot, first thing I have to hit up is Figment. Kathy, I love Figment. All right. um, but I, I, we, we'd spend most of our, our time, I think, at Magic Kingdom because that's, that's home. You know, That's where my heart is. And um, like my sister lives in Florida. She can't stand Disney. Why, I don't know. But uh, she wanted me to come down a few years ago to see her. And I said, because she's got a timeshare at Kissimmee, and I said, well, the only way I'm going to come down is if you let me go to Disney. So she agreed to go to Disney with me. She understood. She looked at me, and she says, oh, my God, you come alive. I'm like, yeah, this is where my heart is. Mm-hmm. And she says, I've never seen you like this. And I said, you've never come to Disney with me before. And she saw a different side of it that way. But the girls and I, it's not necessarily riding rides. I mean, yeah, they like Space Mountain and going different different things, but it's just the fact of being there, you know, because it's home. That's where I feel comfortable. Awesome. Thank you, Sherry. We, uh, we did put out the call on our Diz Unplugged Facebook page asking this question. Uh, Sherry Cole says, Magic Kingdom, open until close. Do as much as possible. No table service meals. Dole Whip and Mickey Bar a must. Yummy. I will agree with that. Uh, let's see. Darren Noel, Star Tours, Muppet Vision 3D, Toy Story Mania. Take the boat to Epcot. Fish and chips in Epcot. Mission Space, Test Track, Spaceship Earth. Monorail to Magic Kingdom in time for the parade. Splash, Big Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain. Pirates, Jungle Cruise. Monorail back over to Epcot. <laughs> Eat a nice meal somewhere, drink a bit, and watch Illuminations. Walk back to studios, pick up the car, and go to Pleasure Island, sob, and hit Comedy Warehouse and the Adventurers Club, and dance all night at Mannequins. Not that I've done this before. (laughs) So that's all in 24 hours? Good lord. You could do that in a day. Yeah. I mean, if you plan it right, sure. Yeah. Sure, you can absolutely do that today. Well, what about you, Mr. West? Well, that just uh, proves that point right there. I was thinking before I heard that example that, you know, I don't think I would be cramming as much stuff in. I wouldn't, if, if, if it was one day um, that I had, I, I wouldn't cram it with like, I'm going to go to Magic Kingdom here, I'm going to go to Epcot for lunch and all that stuff. I'd probably, it's a toss up for me between uh, Epcot and Animal Kingdom. I would probably just chill out in a park, sit on a bench somewhere, um, follow in Craig's footsteps and have a few beers and... No uh, friends. <laughs> no friends. I'd, no, I'd have friends or family with me. That would be ideal. It's your choice. And just sit on a bench, not do any rides, and just observe the people walking by, sit in the shade. 
shade. I can't. Like the there's shade. some at Hollywood Studios in the morning. There's, there's not a lot there's. at Animal Kingdom. I think, I think if I really had to choose, it would be Epcot. I think that's the best for that because... Um, I don't know, I'd just hang out in the World Showcase probably and just wait for illuminations. You know, the best thing is to sit at the front of the Magic Kingdom and watch people come in and try to figure out if it's their first time just by yeah. looking at them. Oh, yeah. You know, because you can yeah. see. Yeah, but you it. also sit there and make up stories. Oh, about I do. Everybody's got a backstory. the best. Let me tell you his one after the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> his backstory. But no, it just to see the little kids and even the adults, if it's their very first time, you can see it. You can tell it. And it's just so. It's just so magical. I can't sit like that. I don't know how you guys do that. No, I yeah. I, well, normally neither can I. That's I why that. That's that's why that day well, was. I don't Bob sit there all the time. I mean, I do things, but. Oh, I would. I would interact with people. You know, in terms of, and I've done this before uh, when I was on my college program, and I didn't have a lot of great friends around. I would just go hang out in the in the parks after work, and. Uh, take pictures of people sit by like the photo spots just hang out and they'd say hey can you take my picture I know that sounds oh, really, oh you're not really randomly sad. just for your own no, enjoyment I'm saying it out loud. okay <laughs> I no, thought he was a- a- any time that we are in the parks I-, I think they get the vibe from me don't talk to me and they get the vibe from him like you know I'm everybody's friend Bilk without fail without exception they go up to him will you take our picture they never ask me <laughs> they never ask me I put out the vibe he does and I put out the vibe, leave me alone. I'm not taking a damn picture. After, um, after, uh, after a few more people go, I think I'm ready. Oh, you ready now? Well, they can, they can go first. Come on, go ahead and step up. Tell us who you are, where you're from. Uh, Michael from Midlothian, long drive. Uh, probably, what, 20 miles, maybe, <laughs> going the roundabout route. Uh, first, if y'all could lend us your annual pass, that would help. <laughs> <laughs> But really, I kind of do it anyway, is get my wife to go on the rides that she's reluctant to go on and then see her reaction, and later we laugh about it, like the Tower of Terror where she was on the ride but not in the picture, you know, <laughs> or when we were at Yeehaw Bob last trip where he snuck up behind her and about, she about jumped out of her seat, you know. <laughs> it's just seeing that reaction of joy, you know, so, and then it gives you something good as a memory, so, and it. Sometimes the rides turn out that she likes them and wants to go back. Other times, I pay for it. So, you know, (laughs) but that's life, and it's still a good trip. So, you know, and to me, going down there, the humidity's not bad. To me, it's like being up here in July, so, you know, with no breeze. So, you know, but glad y'all could come to Richmond, enjoy the podcast, keep it up. Keep them visual and live. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Thank you very much. That's an agenda. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm from Springfield, uh, Virginia, up near D.C. Um, growing up, I went to Disneyland first. I had a ca- uh, family that lived out in California, so whenever we went to go visit them, we'd go to um, Disneyland. So my perfect day would be out in Disneyland. Um, churros for breakfast, lunch, dinner, there must. <laughs> um, but I'm usually like the go, go, go ride person. I want to go get everything done in as much time as I can, in as little time as I can so I can see everything and do everything. But my perfect day, I would actually slow down. Um, And I would want to see all of the different live entertainment that Disneyland has. Things like the musical chairs at Coke Corner with the characters and the Disneyland band on Main Street and the Green Army guys out in California Adventure. Like I'd want to just take the time to actually stop and just watch and enjoy all of it because there's so much there and it's so much fun and kind of miss it when it's all for the rides. But I would also have to make sure we rode Mr. Toad 
because that was my dad and mm-hmm. I's ride. It was when we were little. So I would have to make sure we got on Mr. Toad for my dad. Awesome. Thank Great. you Thank so you much for coming. Thanks. Thank you. Um, let's see. I'll, I'll back to Facebook for a second. Barbara Hawkinson. Start at Animal Kingdom to visit Spoonbills and Scarlet Macaws and watch Festival of the Lion King. And then head to the Magic Kingdom in time to see the trolley show, Dapper Dan's, and the ladies of Main Street. I would ride the train to Splash Mountain, then head to Adventureland to ride Pirates, Jungle Cruise, Tiki Room, and cross under to see Country Bears. I would not miss the 3 o'clock parade. It's amazing. I would also want to ride Peter Pan, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and Winnie the Pooh. I would find my perfect spot in front of the castle for the electrical parade and wishes, and I would end my day with a visit to Pixie Hollow to gather some pixie dust from Tinkerbell. Aww. Aww. Okay. And then you've got Vicki Longacre, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) I like that style better. (laughs) So much more descriptive. (laughs) So Jenny Lynn, what about you? Okay. I guess my perfect day would be one that I haven't had yet. Which, so that means in my mind it's built up into this really awesome thing. Um, I would have a boyfriend, and he would like Disney as much as I do. And we would go, we would park hop, and we would go on all of the roller coasters, as well as all of the boat rides, because those are the important attractions. Would you share a malt with two uh, straws together? Yes, I think that we would. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mock her dream. She'd go on the dark rides, right? So you. Oh well, of course, because you have to have a place where you hold hands and you know, kiss every once in a while, Um, and then. It's a romantic dream. Go ahead. Yes. (gasps) Yes. That's sweet. Exactly. Okay, so, um, (laughs) after that. I have always wanted to watch the fireworks and have someone that I can hold hands with while I watch the fireworks, but that is not what I would do on my perfect day. I would instead go to one of the resorts that has a movie on their beach. Oh, that's nice. And I would watch one of the movies, so I guess that would be Beach Club or Grand Floridian or... Polly. Polly. One of those. That's what I would do. And we would watch a movie on the beach. And then the firecrackers would still kind of be... Firecrackers. Whatever. <laughs> They'd yeah, still be happening. Disney sets off at night, the firecrackers. They got a guy just throwing them up. <laughs> <laughs> that would still be happening. We kind of see that in our peripheral vision. the background. Yeah. Yeah, but we'd watch a movie on the beach. And then you'd walk hand in hand. Happily ever after. I want right? a firecracker job. That's sweet. I know. I can be sweet sometimes. <laughs> well, thank you very much, yeah. Jenny Lynn. Hi, I'm Steve. I'm from New Jersey. Thank Hello, you Steve. all for coming up from Florida. And thank everybody else for coming. Um, I'm actually going to answer this from personal experience because we've had this experience. Um, one time I was attending a conference in Longboat Key, which is off the coast of Sarasota. And uh, Marcy and I extended the trip by one day so we could drive over to Disney World for the day. So we had to figure out how to spend that day. Um, I've been going to Disney World since the 70s when there was only the Magic Kingdom. And, um, you know, I started taking Marcy in 1990. And on her first trip, somebody else talked about the happy dance. Uh, We were in the Magic Kingdom on the first day walking down Main Street for the first time. And she turned to me and said, when are we coming back? (laughs) Yeah. So her favorite spot in all the Disney World 
is Main Street, and you know I love it too. And I think you know just like you know Teresa said, a few other people said. I think our perfect day would not be about racing to the rides and getting the fast passes and worrying about dining. It would be about enjoying being in the parks, um, you know, going through the shops, not not worrying about what we get to if we get to, just soaking in the atmosphere, being there, you know, getting some favorite foods, getting the Dole Whip, getting the you know the things that you don't have to plan ahead. Um, and then uh, you know we we love the fireworks, but honestly, I don't always like the crowds with the fireworks. So I think I would probably end the day maybe on the beach at Polly watching the electric water pageant, you know, sitting on the on one of the you know a couple of the uh, lounge chairs on the beach, uh, watching, you know, from there, where we're not surrounded by a crowd of people and you know, mad exodus to leave at the end. We'd be able to just kind of hang out and relax. Cool, awesome. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jessica. I live here in Richmond, Virginia. Um, so my perfect day at Disney, it's not very sentimental or anything like some of these other stories, but um, I would plan everything from start to finish, and I would actually agree with Craig in the order of the parks that we would go to. So we'd start off the morning at, at, at Hollywood Studios, uh, and then we'd hit, we'd get fast passes for a couple of things, and then ride Tower of Terror, ride Rock and Roll Coaster, get a coffee at the Starbucks, then walk over to meet Mickey, because you can always meet the Sorcerer Mickey back there, and then hit Toy Story, then take the boat over to Epcot, hopefully meet Mary Poppins right there, and where is she, England? England, UK. Yep, then make our way around, stop in Germany, and get the grapefruit beers, maybe a couple, do a little people watching. Um, From there, we would go to Spaceship Earth and do that ride, then take the monorail, over to Magic Kingdom, do walk down Main Street, probably do the shops there. Then we'd take the left route around the Magic Kingdom. So start with Adventureland. Adventureland. Yep. And do Big Thunder Mountain. Then mm, I think next probably make our way around to Space Mountain. Do, I don't know what time we'd be at this point in time. Probably need to eat somewhere in there. But uh, (laughs) we would uh, then do the parade the electric light parade and the fireworks, then go to the mine train because at night's the best, and then also enjoy the extra magic hours and hit all the little kid rides. So we try to hit it all, except for Animal Kingdom because I just don't think you'd have time for all four. But <laughs> So that'd be my perfect day. Awesome. Thank you, Jessica. That was very detailed. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Adam, Adam Vanek. Magic Kingdom during the day and dinner at the California Grill during Wishes. That's always a great place. Uh, let's see. Kathy Pekakonis. I'm doing this, actually. Spending a day with a dear friend in Epcot. No kids this time, just walking through uh, Flower and Garden Festival. Uh, always, a good way to, always a good way to spend the day. And Thea, the birthday girl. What's your perfect day at Disney World? Um, I'd probably get up early and then go to Magic Kingdom and sing the welcome song because I know every word. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'd go to Adventureland and ride Pirates of the Caribbean and do the, what's it called? Aladdin's Magic Carpet. I don't no. think that's what no, she's going no, that's what for. She's <laughs> um, 
where you dress up like the pirate. I don't know what it's called. Oh, the, the pirate, uh, pirate League. The Pirate League. Pirate League. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with my sister. And last time I, well, no, the time before, one of the times I went to Disney, I got to drive the boat back to Fort Wilderness, coming back from Magic Kingdom. So I would do that again. That's cool. And let you drive the boat? Really? I think she just had a, a, a special driver that yeah. bent oh, the rules okay. a little bit. Because now Teresa's going to get on to every bummer. Can I drive? Am I allowed? It's not for you, Chess. That's awesome. Is that it? That is fantastic. That's a cool day. That's an awesome day. And, and happy birthday again, Thea. So, you know, for me, you'll notice that as everybody's talking about this, we're not talking about My Magic Plus. We're not talking about getting reservations at Be Our Guest. We're not talking about the dining plan and the challenges with the dining plan. And I, look, and I'm not dismissing any of those. Those are real, those are real problems for people who plan their vacations, especially for people as passionate as we are about Disney, as passionate as I am about Disney. These things bother me too. And it's okay. And they should bother us when things aren't to our standards or they aren't the way we think they should be or what we've come to expect. We should say something about that. Not at the expense of forgetting why we love it in the first place. Mm -hmm. So if there's any takeaway that I would ask everybody to have today, it's, I'm not asking anybody to stop criticizing, holding, them, holding Disney to a higher standard. I'm asking that we do it in balance and that we do it in remembering why we love it in the first place, why we care so much in the first place, and why we keep going back. So with that, that is going to do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thank you all for being here for a great meet. And thank you again, Melissa and everybody, for uh, a, an awesome event. And goodbye. Stay out of the damn lane. Yeah.